What is up, everyone? Welcome back to It Is What It Is. I'm your host, Felicia. It is so good to be back again, um, week two and going strong. Last week, we discussed the importance of biodiversity and the uh, subsequent importance of ecosystem services. And so this week, we will be jumping into sustainability and resilience and how resilience is really the new sustainability. So let's jump right in. So according to the United Nations Commission, sustainability is really just defined as meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. So currently, there are about 140 developing countries that are attempting to meet their developmental needs, but climate change is posing a huge issue in making sure development today doesn't negatively impact future generations. So before we kind of jump into sustainability and resilience, I'd like to kind of talk or kind of note that there are three E's of sustainability, which includes the environment, social equity, and economy. A successful society really relies on a healthy environment to provide food and resources, safe drinking water, and clean air for its citizens. Um, And I'd really like to note that sustainability is really just a social justice and environmental justice issue. It's not just environmental. It definitely is a social justice issue, and we'll get into why it is a social justice issue in a second. Um, So kind of just starting off, Nelson Nelson Mandela uh, always talked about how, you know, it's always impossible until it's done. It always seems impossible until, you know, we get started. So I kind of just like to leave you guys with that. Um, I think a lot of people think that they're too small to make a difference, but that is just not necessarily the truth. I think anyone can make a difference, whether it's on an individual level or a um, larger level. Um, So anyways, I just want to talk about quickly about how lockdown and how COVID-19 and how, um, you know, quarantine has shown that our environment can change. So in Venice, we saw that there were clear canals with dolphins and fish that you could actually see. Um, I mean, in different parts of the world, lines were taking over the roads again, and there was just so much change that we saw with humans being locked down in their houses. Um, So I think if anything, that if the one positive impact of COVID-19 has given us, it's that it's shown us that change is possible, um, but the only problem is kind of political views. Um, so as we have talked about previously, climate change is man-made. The main driver is CO2 pollution from burning fossil fuels, right? And I think it's important to know that the climate crisis is happening now. The next 10 years is going to determine life for ultimately the next 100 to 200 years. So if we're not treating climate change like the crisis it is, then our forests are going to continue to disappear at alarming rate and stuff like that. By 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish and you know if we don't continue if we don't step in and do something then it's only going to get worse um so really i think one of the biggest steps that we can take is to reduce global emissions by 50 percent or more by 2030 and in order to do this we really need to have a transition into renewable energy which means that we have to stop subsidizing 
fossil fuels, right? We need to start taxing carbon and not people. We have to stop deforestation. We have to start respecting our forests. We have to create green jobs. We have to farm sustainably, consume responsibly, and we kind of just have to put a price on nature because that is the only way that things are going to get done. Um, in addition to this, I think we need to also start working with nature instead of in, uh, instead of against it. So I guess that kind of leads us into sustainability. So once again, this is all coming from my sustainability class that I've been taking this semester. I've learned a lot of great concepts and I feel like my knowledge on different things is just building more than it has ever been. Um, so sustainability and kind of my definition and kind of what we talked about already um, is a current environmental and social justice issue that focuses on efficiently developing the environment and economy while paying close attention to set social equity and meeting the fundamental needs of today without compromising the capability for future generations to meet their own needs. So, what does that mean? Well, sustainability is kind of like a notion of efficiency, right? Which focuses on living within our means and not wasting resources and being cautious of our actions towards the environment. Sustainable uh, sustainable development requires a lot more than just environmental protection, but rather also an economic well-being in order to satisfy our future needs. Sustainability really just requires a long-term change in our economics and social system as we aim to reduce resource consumption to a sustainable level while also maintaining our economic and social performance. Um... So examples of kind of sustainability can be like renewable energy, right? Recycling, minimizing waste and emissions. Um, a lot of people are living zero waste lifestyles. Of course, zero waste isn't attainable because in the, the world that we live in, there's always going to going to be plastic. There's always going to be things that we have to throw away. So of course, zero waste isn't necessarily achievable, but it is a concept that a lot of people are grasping onto these days and trying to achieve. Um, another example of sustainability would be composting or conserving water, um, clean lighting and transportation as well. Um, are also good examples of sustainability. Um, so, I guess we can kind of go into resilience right now, because resilience and sustainability are very, very linked. Um, without sustainability, you can't have resilience, and without resilience, you can't have sustainability. So, what is resilience? Um, resilience is a lot more than just adapting, right? Resilience is the kept capacity for any economic system, whether it be a city or a forest, to effectively adapt and develop to the disruption and change in an environment. So rather than just making all of these small gestures such as recycling and composting, resilience is working with nature in order to ensure that we will be safe in the future with the resources that we do have at that time. Um, 
So to kind of break this down a little more, resilience is all about producing the capacity to sustain development in the face of unexpected change, right? So specifically, resilience allows us the opportunity to rebuild our communities into infrastructure that works with the environment once again and not against it. Although some level of alteration is normal, right? Like temperature changes are normal, weather changes are normal, resilience really just gives us the flexibility to adapt with the rapid pace of change in nature. Um, so an example of resilience would be building wet or green infrastructure, um, building dams and stuff for water security, and having flood control, once again, such as dams. Um, so that's basically resilience, right? So Resilience, once again, just implies the need to deal with disruption and surprise and things outside of the norm and the ability to recover from these things. So we now have to think about resilience because climate change is going to throw us a huge curveball that we have to adapt to. We need to figure out how to change our planning systems in order to combat climate change issues. I think sustainability has really given um, a romanticized name and everybody's like, oh, we need to be sustainable. Like, yes, we do need to su be sustainable in our own lives, but it's not going to be the ultimate solution in the future, right? We really just need to move past sustainability and into resilience because we can't really have a future if we aren't able to adapt to the changes that we are causing. Um, so in a way, <laughs> Progress made in sustainability has helped us in resilience, right? Sustainability work laid a great foundation for resilience. Now we have a much greater appreciation for the environment. The heightened awareness is really just making a difference because people have seen the disruptive effects, right? Whether it was a Hurricane Katrina or uh, the tsunamis in, um, the tsunamis in, uh, I think it was, China? I don't, don't quote me on that. Or, you know, the wildfires in California and Australia, the outbreak of locusts in Africa. These are all things that we have done to the earth that have caused a huge, huge effect. Um, even the deadly wasps that were flying around um, during the beginning of quarantine. That's another thing, um, right? So, really... I think sustainability kind of got its name from everybody wanting to easily make an impact, right? So they're like, oh, if I recycle this water bottle, there we go. All my problems are away. Like, I did not do anything to harm the earth because I recycle. But that that's just not the case. Sustainability is really just a media reference, and we really just need to work towards moving past that because it's not going to make a radical change that we need. Um, so, you know, lots of progress has been made in conservation and efficiency, mostly in California, but also in other places across the USA. Like California has zero waste stores. They have a fairly good recycling and composting program for all of their citizens. Um, so, you know, once again, people wanted to do something good for the environment, which is why recycling took popularity. And that's an, another reason why sustainability has taken popularity, because people want to do something good for the environment, but they don't want to take the actual time to do something good for the environment, if that makes sense. Um, so resilience is not only important, but it also 
is going to drive mitigation. And so we are at a moment where we can rebuild our infrastructure and we are at a hopeful place where sustainability has laid the foundation for green infrastructure. So what is green infrastructure? Well, green infrastructure is basically trying to work with nature instead of working against it, right? So building five-story buildings, ten-story buildings, whatever it may be. Well, building green infrastructure would include, you know, having plants, working with an environment, building infrastructure that's flexible, that way it can survive through an earthquake, a hurricane, anything like that. Um, So what we really need to do is for resilience and quality of life is more of a regulation and flexibility, right? Water, I don't think people really notice the importance of water, but water is really just the backbone of the solution to everything. Um, If we have a good water system and good water quality, then it it just helps with so much. Um, So I think it's like, really, really just important to kind of talk about how, um, at all levels of government, we need to focus on green infrastructure and helping communities reach resilience and sustainability with the combination of flexibility to adaptation, right? When we deal with nature, there's a lot of uncertainty. We have to test and it this takes time. Um, so as we, you know, know more about water and find out about more contaminants and have more standards, we are going to have fewer agencies so that we can have the economy scale to treat different contaminants, right? So more regulation and more standards is just more money for water efficiency. Um, and so we kind of have to balance that out. Um, there has been so much controversy with water. I know in like Flint, Michigan, I believe, um, people, you know, have to get in a line at 530 in the morning to get water because water is not easily accessible to them. These big, big companies like Nestle and Dasani have, you know, gathered water, put it in water bottles and say, you have to pay for this now. But that that's not the case. Water is a human right and we should all have be able to access it without having to pay for it. Um, So that's something that we'll get into in a later episode, but I just want you guys to like think about how screwed up our economy is and how these big companies think they can make a profit for something that should be easily accessible to everyone and is a human right to have. Um, I think that's just very, very crazy. Um, So really, I kind of just want to talk about you know, we have to design our cities for sustainability, resilience, and happiness. Cities have the capability of providing something for everyone only because and only when they are created by everybody. Um, One example is the Omega Center. The Omega Center is a wonderful place um, where greenery is you know, everywhere. Um, I believe they have a very, very good flood system and uh, they work with nature instead of against it once again. Um, and, you know, community outreach drives outcomes. I think it's really just important to um, understand that in order to have resilience, we have to do it on a community level and we have to take those steps towards 
um, resilience instead of sustainability. Sustainability is great, but we really just need to start focusing on resiliency um, because we need to make sure that we can operate during natural disasters and really just overcome anything that comes our way. Um, so to kind of like wrap everything up, this is a very short episode because sustainability and resilience is a very straightforward topic, but I kind of just want to go once again go over Uh, the difference between resilience and sustainability. So sustainability and resilience, of course, have common features. They both are all about protecting the environment and our future. They are community-focused. They have similar goals, and they both focus on long-term benefits. As far as sustainability goes, it's more of like a change in a lifestyle, right? And it's like recycling products and water and figuring out how you could reduce your waste and stuff like that. And it's also, you know, focuses on energy rejection energy reduction and renewable resources while resilience is really just a passive system um, that focuses on reducing environmental effects and disaster fortitude design while also working with with nature and adapting instead of changing. Um, So I think that's really important to note. So you know once again resilience is the new sustainability. While it is good to live a sustainable lifestyle and everyone honestly should be living a sustainable lifestyle. Resilience is going to make the biggest impact in the future because once we start designing our infrastructure to kind of combat these natural disasters, then that's when we actually have a chance at fighting climate change and other impacts like that. So, I guess that is the end of this episode. Very short, very sweet, and simple and to the point. Um, You know, sustainability is an environmental and social justice issue, and it's something that we have to be cautious of, Um, but resilience is going to make the biggest impact in the future, and we have to keep looking towards that. Um, So... Yeah, that was sustainability and resilience. Next time, we will be discussing climate change and climate justice and the difference between them and how they correlate with everything else we've been talking about. So until then, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye!